Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Me. Focus Features presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know this. I ain't no spy girl. Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. On the big screen. I want to be remembered. For just being me. Amy Winehouse. Back to Black. Directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R. Under 17. Not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Good morning, peeps, and welcome to Woke AF Daily with me, your girl, Danielle Moody, recording live from our Podstream studios here in Times Square. Folks, I want to provide an update for you on the situation unfolding at the border with regard to the Haitian migrants that are there and the rapid expulsion that the Biden administration is doing while continuing to follow a Trump-era policy that allows expeditious expulsions without folks having the ability to claim asylum or at least fill out any type of fucking paperwork, right, or have their cases be heard. And what we're seeing in this chaotic expulsion is that when these planes, flights, are arriving into Port-au-Prince, are arriving back in Haiti, folks are just being dumped on the tarmac with their whatever belongings that they had scattered by ICE, right? The Haitian government is in shambles because since the assassination of the president, and rebels, gangs, are running the streets and essentially terrorizing the entire country. So this is what a democratic administration is sending migrants back to that are seeking asylum in the United States, while at the same time, folks, while at the same time providing what? Hospitality and refuge to 95,000 Afghans. Now, look, I'm not trying to put us in a crabs in a barrel situation because I believe that given what the United States did in Afghanistan and their chaotic withdrawal and the Afghans that they have left behind, that that is the least that they can fucking do. But how is it that you have room for 95,000 Afghans to come to the United States and can't create space for 15,000 Haitians? right? It is a matter of desire. It is not a matter of space. It is not a matter of resources. It's a matter of values and morals. And apparently, like I continue to say, new boss, same as the fucking old boss, that when it comes to black people, we don't give a fuck in America. So 
in the update I want to provide is that yesterday, the special envoy for Haiti, Ambassador Daniel Foote, a career member of the Foreign Service, resigned. And I want to read you his resignation letter if you haven't heard it already because it is scathing and rightfully fucking so. You know, it pains me. And I know that all of you who watched Woke Wednesday and hopefully have read, and I'm going to read a portion of my op-ed that I wrote for Zora Magazine about how America owes Haiti and Haitians more than what they are doing right now. But let me read you the resignation letter. It starts like this. Dear Secretary Blinken, with deep disappointment and apologies to those seeking crucial changes, I resign from my position as special envoy for Haiti effective immediately. I will not be associated with the United States inhumane, counterproductive decision to deport thousands of Haitian refugees and illegal immigrants to Haiti, a country where American officials are confined to secure compounds because of the danger posed by armed gangs in control of daily life. Our policy approach to Haiti remains deeply flawed, and my recommendations have been ignored and dismissed when not edited to project a narrative different from my own. He continues, The people of Haiti, mired in poverty, hostage to terror, kidnappings, robberies, and massacres of armed gangs, and suffering under a corrupt government with gang alliances, simply cannot support the forced infusion of thousands of returned migrants lacking food, shelter, and money without additional avoidable human tragedy. The collapsed state is unable to provide security or basic services, and more refugees will fuel further desperation and crime. Surging migration to our borders will only grow as we add to Haiti's unacceptable misery. Haitians need immediate assistance to restore the government's ability to neutralize the gangs and restore order through the national police. They need a true agreement across society and political actors with international support to chart a timely path to democratic selection of their next president and parliament. They need humanitarian assistance, money to deliver COVID vaccines, and so many other things. But what our Haitian friends really want and need is the opportunity to chart their own course without international puppeteering and favored candidates, but with genuine support for that course. I do not believe that Haiti can enjoy stability until her citizens have the dignity of truly choosing their own leaders fairly and acceptably. Last week, the U.S. and other embassies in Port-au-Prince issued another public statement of support for the unelected de facto prime minister, Dr. Ariel Henry, as interim leader of Haiti, and have continued to tout his, quote, political agreement over another broader, earlier accord shepherded by civil society. The hubris that makes us believe we should pick the winner again is impressive. This cycle of international political interventions in Haiti has consistently produced catastrophic results. More negative impacts to Haiti will have calamitous consequences, not only in Haiti, but in the U.S. and our neighbors in the hemisphere. Sincerely, Daniel Foote. 
That is one of the most scathing resignation letters I think that we have seen. And the fact that this is coming again under a democratic administration, an administration that said that it was going to be transparent, that it was going to be kind, that it was going to be empathetic, the complete and total opposite of what we had experienced over the last four years under Donald Trump. And right now, this administration has expelled more people than Donald Trump's administration did. So how do you then say to yourself, oh, this is what I voted for. This is the shit that is being done in our name. This is the shit that is done by Democrats so that they seem what? Tough at the border, but only tough at the border for a select group of people that always, always happen to be black. I got to tell you that I am sick to death and the images that continue to come out from the border and the images that come out from the airport in Port-au-Prince are things that we should not see. It should be unmanageable. And when asked, right, when Jen Psaki was asked yesterday by Yamiche Alessandor about why Biden wasn't using his platform to talk about the outrage about what is happening at the border, Jen Psaki's response is, well, he's very troubled by it and he'll say something at some point. Wait, what? Let me, let me say to you exactly what she said. We continue to enforce Title 42. This is the Trump policy. Families and single adults are removed according to that. Some families with kids of certain age are not removed. Here's the other thing. Yamish says, why isn't President Biden using his bully pulpit and speaking out himself about the treatment of Haitian migrants? Jen Psaki. He's speaking out through his actions and through other officials, including herself. President Biden also certainly may speak to it. Excuse me? We saw Texas Border Patrol agents on horseback using whips. And I, let me tell you something. I sometimes am very happy that people don't ask me to come on television in the way that I used to because I watched on CNN, a white anchor say, oh, well, just to be clear, the Texas Border Patrol agents weren't whipping the Haitian migrants. No, no, they were just using the lassos as a way to round them up. Bitch, are they cattle? Because I'm confused about why, why white people need to look for excuses for what is obvious malice and cruelty against black people, against black bodies. Why is it always white people's way to look for the fucking excuses for their cruelty instead of just acknowledging what the fucking pictures show us? I could not believe it. And then had the audacity to ask a member of Congress, do you think that it's okay for them to use these lassos as a way, you know, because there's just so many of them. It is this type of dehumanization 
that we see the media join in on and exploit all the goddamn time to provide an excuse and an outlet for cruelty against black people. Oh, there's just too many black Haitian migrants. So we must be on horseback rounding them up like they are fucking cattle. The last time I checked, chattel slavery was out, right? The last time I checked, you were able to be free in this fucking country, or as I like to say, free-ish. There is no, no excuse, no excuse for ever, ever utilizing that method for anything other than an animal. And I guarantee you, that the same white folks that are looking for excuses for why this was used, that if you saw some fucking cattle being whipped, you would have more fucking outrage. PETA would be up in arms. Oh my God, the animal cruelty. We care more in this country about animal protection than we do about the protection of black people, specifically those that are seeking asylum, that are coming here, risking their lives because what is behind them is so catastrophic that they are willing to put their children on their backs and wade through water up to their necks in order to make it to the United States. Do you understand how what is behind you in your homeland must be so horrific to risk your life and the life of your child? But we will never know that in the United States, right? And so it's okay to pass judgment on these people. Why don't they go through legal means? You have no idea. Think to yourself, what would have you leave your home with just a knapsack, right? And your child in tow to walk for three fucking months. Imagine what kind of horror you would have to leave right? To pick up and go and say, we got to get out of here. That is what is happening to folks that are coming in black and brown, trying to make it into this quote unquote promised land. And this is what Haitian migrants are met with. This is why Republicans don't want critical race theory to be taught. This is why they want this country, children and adults alike to continue to be gaslit, to continue to be ostriches and keep their heads stuck in the sand instead of believing the truth about America and how America bigfoots itself and intervenes into countries that it has no business being in for their own economic interests. Not the bullshit that they tell us, which is to secure democracy around the world. That's not what this has ever been about. It has been about securing capitalism and their fucking investments around the world and using various countries, underdeveloped and under-resourced ones, as their fucking pawns in their own desire for manifest destiny, right? So whether or not we are continuing to colonize, no, we don't do that. But there are many of territories of the United States that shouldn't be. And Haiti was one of the ones that they wanted. And because they couldn't get Haiti, because they couldn't take it over in the way that they wanted to, they punished Haiti. So let me tell you and provide you with a little bit of history as to how we got here. Because you see, that's the thing that America doesn't want us to do, which is to connect the dots, right? We just love to look at the present moment and say again, These people are undeserving. What are they doing here? Why don't they build up their own countries? 
Well, let me tell you what the United States and France, by the way, have done for centuries to this very small nation. When Haiti had their revolt, which happened in 1804, much in the same way that after the Civil War in the United States, that instead of the United States government paying reparations by the way of 40 acres and a mule to the formerly enslaved that were now free and had nothing, right, had been stolen generations prior from their home, were robbed of their language, were robbed of their culture, were robbed of their income, right, due to building this nation, instead of providing those enslaved Africans, formerly enslaved Africans, now free black people with the means to be able to thrive in the United States following 400 years of slavery, instead, the United States government decided to pay reparations to who? The slave masters for their loss of fucking income after the Civil War. That's what the United States did. And so in following, right, following the U.S.'s moves all the time, France, after the revolt in Haiti, decided that Haiti was indebted to France and needed to pay them for their loss of income from having colonized Haiti. And when Haiti could not afford to pay that debt, France remained in power and economic control of the country. The United States would later, at the turn of the 20th century, do the same fucking thing to Haiti. And so for those people who love to pop up in my comment section and tell me that people need to go back to where they are from, and if they don't like this treatment, then they shouldn't have come in the first place, fuck you. And try and pick up a book one of these days. Try and do a little Google search and ask the question, why? And don't just take the spoon-fed saccharin that the United States decides to cover its very dark and sinful history in. That is it for today's Woke AF Daily Podcast. To hear more from me, including five full hour-long shows every single week, exclusive guest interviews, and more, support me on Patreon at patreon.com slash Woke AF. Power to the people and to all the people power. Get woke and stay woke as fuck. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. 
Visit ParamountPlus.com slash TheShot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime Annual Plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit RightRug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring.